You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top. What up, what up, the Real Coach JB here, man, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you uh, here on this fine Wednesday, the 24th, 9 a.m. Pacific. I'm here on YouTube Live. Appreciate all my YouTubers that are in here in the house right now. Um, a couple high chair members I see that are on my Coaching 101 show. Reminder that that's on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll be back here on Sunday going over Coaching 101 along with how to be the CEO of yourself. Appreciate you, uh, D Cowboys 107. Um, he said I motivated him to find a new job and hustle and turn over rocks. Hey. That's what it is. That's what this life is about. Hands-on base experience, turning over rocks, figuring shit out. Don't take a no for an answer. Remember, it only takes one person to get, tell you yes. One motherfucker has to tell you yes. Just understand how many times we're told no every fucking day of our life. It only takes one motherfucker to tell you yes. And your life changes, brother, instantaneously like that is what it is. Let me get you a quote of the day, man, starting off today. Um, if people are doubting how far you can go, go so fucking far that you can't hear them anymore. Hey, let me say it again. If people are doubting how far you can go, go so fucking far that you can't hear their asses anymore. That's just what it is. I think that's a great one. Um, title of this show is Protect the Merchandise, man. And we're going to get into why that is and uh, how we're going to protect it and who we're protecting and why and everything like that. So um, this show is brought to you by Bet Online and eBay. Um, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on those sports is at betonline.ag. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. So go check it out. I won me a little 80 bucks last night. Bet Online has hundreds of props with real time odds on almost anything you can imagine. And of course, the 24 hour online casino never closes. Go get you some blackjack in online. It's actually pretty fair, man. You just don't be a dumbass and fucking hit every 15 you see. Uh, head to the website to use your mobile device to sign up today and receive up to 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Bet Online, your online sports books experts. Go check them out, man. Um, I highly advise it. So, uh, appreciate you guys being on the show, man. I got, I'm on YouTube Live doing this Slapdick podcast today. And the title of this show is Protect the Merchandise. All right? And I'm going to try to talk to my YouTube people that are in the show because they're here and they, they give their time up to be on the show. Even the bitch-ass haters that come in. I, I love it, man. It makes my dick hard to meet, see these haters. Um, because that means, because I know they're not helping nobody else, but just hate on me. And that's just taken away from their own selves. Cause you know, they're just these big old fat wobble body cats eating donuts on the couch. It's comical to watch them, uh, go out of their way to hate on the cat. Um, so it's funny to me, but, uh, for everybody else that's in the, in the, in the game, in the YouTube show, appreciate you guys. Um, so, you know, 
protect the merchandise goes in so many directions. And I'm going to discuss what that actually means. All right. So, um, you know, I'm going to get to my questions on YouTube. Please, you guys, Austin, Alex, son, Sebastian, all you guys on the show, stay with, stay in tune. I'll, I'll make sure I get to your questions. Um, uh, Austin telling me he's been through JUCO and now the transfer portal and he's trying to market himself the best he can, but is there any tips I can give him? Um, I'll make sure we talk to that. Hopefully, uh, Austin, you want to hear the truth, not, not, not no bullshit like everybody's been telling your ass. Um, Deion Sanders, we know he had his shit stolen, apparently, or he misplaced it, or somebody took it. I don't know. And, and Stephen A. came out and talked about how he would have handled it differently. See, that's why I call these cats haters. Uh, not haters, I'm sorry. I call these cats hypocrites because Stephen A. goes on there. He's an HBCU guy, Winston-Salem State. He, he advocates for, uh, you know, all these deals. And claims to be Dion's boy. And he comes out and then he wants to, he wants the HBCUs to go and be the best. And he wants them to get the best players. And he wants them to do this, this, and the third. But then Dion comes out, calls out his admin, security on campus, calls out everybody. And says he should have handled it differently. It's not the people at Jackson State that should have been thrown under the bus. I don't believe Dion threw anybody under the bus. And he absolutely 1,000% of should have called him out. What the fuck are you talking about, Stephen A.? Who the fuck was it then? Because I'm going to tell you right now, nobody broke in that motherfucker. Somebody had the key to the motherfucking office. Let's make sure we're not mistaken. Someone had the key and you don't think it was Jackson State? You don't think Dion should have called out Jackson State admin, personnel, security? Man, they had the key. They broke in with the key. That's not breaking in. That's walking in and doing your thing. So Dion was absolutely right to me calling out everybody. He needs to call out security. He needs to call out admin, teachers, etc. Change the culture. The truth hurts some, to some people. Just so we're clear, the truth hurts. So Stephen A. got butt hurt by this cat calling out Jackson State personnel and says he threw him under the bus. I don't believe he threw him under the bus at all. I think Stephen A. is a hypocrite. And if you want greatness and you want HBCU to change, then you need to fucking change it. Be part of the fucking solution, not the problem. So... I don't know, man. You guys got to fucking pick and choose your battles. You got to figure out what side of the fence you're on, Stephen A. Is what it is. But I don't know. What do I know, man? I'm just a slap dick on the slap dick podcast. Um, the Steelers said they want Big Ben back. Roethlisberger. So, you know, a little sports talk here. Ben, ben, Big Ben, they want him back. Juju called out and said, he didn't call him out, but he said, you know, he wants to play for a contender with a good quarterback. So I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know what that means. That's kind of a slap in the face to me. Um, 
if you ask me. But this cat got you who you are. Juju, who's a Long Beach Poly cat, we, we, we actually put him out of his game against us. We should have beat them. We lost six to nothing um, my last year at Cabrillo. Or not my last year, but I think seconds of last year. Juju and Biggie were both playing. Biggie plays for the Ravens. Uh, both went to SC, of course. And Juju, to, to be honest, man, I like Juju. I know his dad and everybody. Juju is probably a third wideout option on a good team with wideouts. <laughs> but people don't want to talk about it. What has he done without A.B.? A.B. being the shitbird that he is, but we know A.B. is the motherfucker on the field, right? What has he done without A.B.? Not diddly shit. He has not done diddly shit without A.B. He's been an average role-playing wide receiver at best. And he wants to have, he has the nuts to call out dudes and talk about where he wants to go. Shit. I'm going to tell you right now, Juju would be a Hall of Fame safety. But his ass chose to go to wideout and he fucked himself up. That's how good of an athlete he is. Made an NFL wideout out of him. But I'm telling you, he's better on defense. But anyway, that's just me. That's a whole nother ballgame. So, uh. You know, we're past the Dion thing. Dion did the right thing, in my opinion. Um, Big Ben, they want him to come back, they say. We'll see what happens. Um, who knows? We'll see. Um, Des Bryant says he wants to play two more years. But but I guess I don't know what happened with him and, and, and the Ravens. But apparently he said he wants two more years, just not with the Ravens or something. So I, I don't know. Who knows what he what he's talking about there? Um, Harbaugh, the head coach for the Ravens, you know, as I would be doing a lot more than a lot than you hear. You hear this only once or twice. I hope cats are doing it more than you hear about. But Harbaugh paid an entire restaurant tab um, last night. If you hadn't heard about it, see, I talk about shit that's that meaningful. I don't. I'm not breaking news. I'm not a fucking newsbreaker. You're not getting this fucking news from me first. I'm just talking about real shit that affects motherfuckers. But apparently he covered the spread and the NFL, you know, season hasn't even kicked off yet. But he covered everybody. Um, and it wasn't a huge bill for him. Fuck, dude. I, I was thinking it would be like 20, 50, 100 grand, you know. But it was only like two or three grand at a at like a seafood spot. I guess it was Jimmy's Seafood Restaurant. And Harbaugh wouldn't reveal the exact amount, they said, but but it was at least two grand. So I hopefully, you know, not that he needed to spend more money, but um, it was a foreign event. Jimmy Seafood raised more than 430000 in an effort to save Baltimore bars and restaurants during the pandemic. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know. Um, see how it goes. So, um you know, shout out to to uh, John Harbaugh, good dude. Um, see what happens. Hopefully, he can get Lamar and, and them on page and go back to Super Bowl. Um, I don't know, but who knows? But anyway, the title of this show, man, is 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 protect the merchandise. All right, we got quarterbacks running around the NFL demanding more money, demanding big contracts, but are to me, are in a catch-22 situation. And it, they're, 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 they're falling on a double-edged sword. This is why. They're putting in 
they're putting in they're being put in situations where they're set up to fail. Number one, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. These cats to me have to run the football in the offense that they are in. Because to me, their wideouts aren't good enough, number one. Number two, the quarterbacks themselves are not good enough to take a pre-snap read and make a post-snap decision fast enough, quick enough, or good enough, frankly, to be an elite NFL guy. That's the real. People don't want to talk about that. They don't know where they're going post-snap. And they... Like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees for the most part. These quarterbacks know pre-snap where the football is going probably 85% of the game. Where these other guys probably know where the ball is going because it's a predetermined throw. They're telling him, throw it out. A screen, a bubble screen, an RPO. They probably know pre-snap where the ball is going Less than 20% of the time. I'm going to be honest. That goes for the Baker Mayfields, the fucking Lamar Jacksons, the fucking um, my boy in the Arizona Cardinals, Murray. I don't believe these cats know where the football's going after the ball snapped. Where all these other guys do. That's the difference. So we need to protect the merchandise. My point is double-edged sword, meaning they're forcing themselves to run around, make plays with their feet because they're great fucking athletes, right? The old stereotype, the black quarterback's a great athlete, put them at quarterback, let them run around. It's a lot of bullshit here and there, but at the same time, college coaching and college systems are not making the college football quarterback NFL ready, in my opinion. We're not coaching underneath center. We're not, we're not coaching drops. We're not coaching true fundamentals. We're coaching RPOs, play super hyper fast, and get rid of the football and run triple option. That's what we're coaching the college quarterback to do because he's the best athlete, and it goes hand-in-hand hand with the stereotype. So it is what it is. But so we don't know what the deal is. Um, that's kind of how I feel. But anyway... The quarterback coaches, the coordinators, and the head coaches have put Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson in horrible situations to where I don't believe they're either going to get the big contract, one. Two, they're going to get hurt, right? A la Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. Who in their right mind is going to give him a $200 million contract like these cats think he's going to get? If he can't throw the football on time and win a Super Bowl. Mahomes got all that money because he already won a Super Bowl. Even though the cats are anointing him the greatest ever already after year three of building a resume, which blows my mind. He's not the GOAT yet. He has a long resume to still continue to build. He has the tools and everything, but does calm ourselves down. He lost two games in the playoffs in his career to a 40-plus-year-old motherfucker named Tom Brady. He has to win about seven more times, and hopefully Tom Brady comes back at 43 years old, 44 years old, 45 years old, or whatever he is. He's my age, so he'll be 45. And hopefully he can beat him one time and win seven more. 
to be the fucking goat. Just so we're clear. So quit anointing these motherfuckers so fast. Quit being so damn quick to judge. But we need to protect the merchandise at all levels. Quarterbacks, you got to be smart, dog. They're putting you in bad spots. Go be smarter than them. Don't run around and leave it up to a wideout missing a block and get your whole knee blown out, Dak Prescott. Because now, just look what, they're trying to franchise tag you again because you didn't protect the merchandise, which is your own self. These, guys, these motherfuckers don't care about you. Shit. They do not care about you. So why are you not protecting the merchandise? Number one. Number one reason why I'm calling this protect the merchandise. Number two, protect the merchandise. An, off, uh, an Oklahoma wide receiver gets his motherfucking ass beat to shit by an MMA fighter in a bar bathroom over the weekend, if you guys didn't see that. He was a dude, a white receiver in a club bar. And there's so many avenues of this. And gets his ass whooped for talking shit. <laughs> it was comical. So, was he protecting his merchandise? Number one, he's, he's affected his merchandise in about 10 different ways. Number one, he's viral on social media on getting knocked out. Number one, how many of his teammates just lost credibility? Did he lose credibility with playing in Oklahoma? Number one, even if he plays, right? That is. If he don't play, he needs to just transfer now because he lost credibility in his locker room overnight getting knocked the fuck out in a bar by an MMA fighter. Number one. Number two. He lost it with his coaches, all right? Number three, if he was an NFL prospect, he lost it with NFL GMs and NFL scouting departments and any NFL players he would go play for <laughs> or with, right? Because he's now viral forever, getting his ass whooped in a bar during a pandemic. Why are you in a bar at a restaurant or a club during a pandemic, number one, showing that shows right there you're not protecting your merchandise, number one. You're an idiot. You're showing out and being stupid. Nobody had a mask on in this bar, restaurant, uh, bathroom, number one. Get into a fight. Four different cats are fighting in this bathroom. So you're on a bathroom floor, a public bathroom floor in piss, shit, and whoever knows what else, sweat, blood, and tears, right? During a pandemic. And... Also, how badly hurt did you get? How fucked up did you do? Did you get your shoulder fucked up? Did you get your back fucked up? How your hands? You have to catch footballs with your hands. How bad is your hands fucked up? But you're not protecting the merchandise. But people don't think about it. But the, the main part of this show, protecting the merchandise, is... See, someone... V. Kane's timed in on YouTube and said he almost lost his eye. I don't know any one-eyed wide receivers, bro. Just being honest. Fucked up how it sounds. I don't know too many one-eyed wide receivers. Or one-handed wide receivers. You might be able to catch the ball with one hand. And I mean, you don't have one arm running down the fucking route. You need two hands to pump your, pump your arms to get run a route. But needless to say that, be that as may. Tiger fucking Woods, I like to call Weiger Woods. Um, you know, 
I played. I got the. I was fortunate enough to play Tiger Woods in high school. He grew up a couple, not five minutes from me, and, and went to Western High School in Cypress, California. I went to Artesia High School, literally probably ten, ten minutes away at the furthest. But anyway, I, I played golf in my downtime after football season. I went out and played golf, fucking around, and. There was this guy who's supposedly the number one high school golfer, and I've told this story before anyway. But anyway, play him in high school. You know, he'd shoot one under, I'd shoot one over. He only played nine holes. I was a pretty damn good golfer. But anyway, he beat me by two strokes. We played a couple of different times. He was real cocky, arrogant dude. He, he dressed just like he does now on the course. And, uh, you know, me, I'm in a pro club white tee talking shit. Probably got a flask in my bag. Who knows, right? Uh with the boys out there bullshitting. We're just fucking gripping and ripping, right? But uh, this dude is a billionaire, okay? Let's just make sure we're clear. Now, you each his own. I If Tiger Woods told me to fuck off, I'm going to drive every time by myself, and I don't want to hear nothing, I say, hey, dog, kudos to you. Because you know what? I would probably be driving myself, but when I hit a billion dollars, billionaire, and I wanted to be... I wanted to enjoy my money a little longer. And, you know, it's fucked up. I don't wish bad on anyone. You know, I was a Kobe fanatic. I love Kobe to death. We almost lost another great legendary fucking icon yesterday when Tiger Woods crashed right up the street from my house, Rancho Palos Verdes, beautiful area, real affluent, great golf courses on the beach, on the water. Tiger driving himself down Hawthorne Boulevard, crashes his car, needs to be airlifted out, needs the jaws of life to open up his car and get him out. And who knows what he was on? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not assuming shit. Assume, assumptions make assholes of us. All I know is, why the fuck are you driving yourself? He just left playing with Dwayne Wade, uh, David Spade, some celebrities. This is a known course. I've played this course several times. I've had videos on that course I've put on social media. Anyway, why is he driving himself around this windy road? This is why I say protect the merchandise. It ain't because he crashed, fellas. It ain't because he crashed and almost died. It's because he's a right-hand turn from going down into Long Beach He's a left-hand turn from hitting Crenshaw and get, being in the hood. Even though Rancho Palos Verdes is where it is, and it's a little bit of a drive to certain places where I'm discussing. But he's only a couple turns away from being somewhere where motherfuckers don't like Tiger Woods because he don't do shit for anybody in the black community, just so we're clear. And motherfuckers don't like him where I'm from. I'll tell you right now. What? stopping a motherfucker from snatching his ass out of his fucking whatever car he's in and taking his milk money. <coughs> hey, protect the merchandise, fellas. Tiger Woods was a horrible example of how not to protect your merchandise. Yesterday, driving himself in L.A. County, and not only did he crash his car and now he's done golfing probably maybe forever. Who knows? He has like three compound fractures, crushed ankle. How long does it take him to come back from playing to play golf? Who knows? I wish him speedy recovery because I do like watching him golf. Okay. 
personal opinions about them and all that, something else. See, that's what people don't understand. Real recognizes real. Kobe Bryant won one MVP. Now, imagine that. Just understand something. Kobe Bryant won one fucking MVP. Is that that almost makes me cry? That's a fucking travesty in the profession of a business. How does Tiger Wood win one MVP? But again, people couldn't separate their hate for Kobe Bryant in his personal life and what he did on a basketball court in his professional environment, which you bought tickets to see, motherfuckers. But yet you hated on this man because a girl said he raped her. Which he beat the case, which we know that girls caught on camera later on being at so many different fucking clubs, getting ran through by every fucking buddy in the NBA. But all of a sudden, Kobe raped her. That's here nor there. What it is, though, is that you fucking make Steve Nash an MVP two times over him. You make Dirk Nowitzki an MVP over him. Kobe's years were far better every single year. Go look those up. In those MVP years, look at Kobe's stats. And it's because you couldn't separate the fucking person that you don't even know, which blows my mind. The fucking person you don't know. I take so much fucking heat from cats that never met me, don't know me, don't know shit about me, don't know shit about anything that I do. Never met me. Don't know nothing about my profession or business. Yet just talk shit. It blows my mind that grown folks can do that. Assumptions make fucking idiots out of us. I'm just telling you. I met Kobe Bryant when he was 17 years old at a club called the Century Club in L.A. A famous club. He was 17 years old. Rose up in a Range Rover. Just got drafted by the Lakers. I met him at that time. I think I met him another time at Poly Pavilion when he was like 24. I don't know Kobe fucking Bryant. I don't know what his life's like. I don't know what he does. I don't know if he's a great person or a shitbird. I know he's the GOAT on the basketball court. In my opinion, Kobe Bryant's the best player ever to walk the earth. That's my personal opinion. We don't need to get into a whole fucking LeBron, Jordan, Kobe debate. All right. I tell, I'm just saying he's the best. By far, he's the best player to ever walk the earth in my opinion all right and i'm gonna do a show on this later on uh not today but later but i'll try and i'll prove all my points to this but that saying that (laughs) i'm not judging him because of his personal life like so many motherfuckers did he's the best on the court Period. I don't know what the fuck he did off the court. I don't give a fuck. You know, I think he got the girl in the ass is what I hear. And fucking she claimed rape. She got butt hurt. Literally. Anyway. But. Tiger Woods. I don't really like the guy. Because of his. What he is and what he's about. But I love him on the golf course. To me, he's the best ball striker of all time. And golf is shitty to watch without Tiger Woods out there. Let's be honest. I'm the biggest Tiger fan on the golf course. Period. Just like I was Kobe. Now, I don't like Tiger Woods off the course. 
He know he don't he don't do shit. He's a billionaire. He claims Florida. He's from fucking Cypress, California. You know, I got my own personal beef with Venus and Serena's, who I used to walk to fucking Compton College when they were little kids. They claim Florida too. They're from Compton. Let's make sure no mistakes about it. Read my book. Hate me now, love me later. But and then motherfuckers want to act brand new. I understand Florida don't have taxes and shit, and you need to claim no. Fl- but you don't have to say where you're from there, motherfucker. You ain't from Florida, Tiger. You ain't from Florida, Venus, Serena. You're from Compton and Cyprus. Cali. And I'm telling you right now, you ain't protecting the merchandise. And your ass claiming Florida is the reason motherfuckers have this opinion about you. And it's the reason why you motherfuckers are acting bougie in a certain way. Hey, man, when you start adding shit up and stacking shit up, it starts to add up real fast. Claim a city you ain't from sure changes your fucking mentality, too. But that's just what I'm that's just me outside perspective looking in. Who knows? But Tiger ain't protecting the merchandise and every single young kid that looks up to Tiger Woods and sees that TW hat or that Nike slash logo is like, fuck. You should be teaching these cats how not to do shit as much as to do shit. And to teach them how to drive as a billionaire fucking by yourself in L.A. is not protecting the merchandise. You'd probably be all right right now, number one, and wouldn't have three bones sticking out your leg. And number two, you know, hey, you're a right hand or a left turn from getting jacked. But who knows? See what happens. We'll see. What do I know? I just think we need to protect the merchandise, and that goes for everything in life, every walk of life, all walks of life. Would you send your mama out to the ATM in the hood at fucking midnight while you sit in the car? Protect the merchandise, man. Would you have your daughter go fucking walk to the store in the hood at midnight, um, not knowing the surroundings, brand new to the city? Protect the merchandise, would you not run out of bounds when you're a fucking $100 million quarterback and drop your shoulder? Protect the merchandise. You know, I used to tell my coaches in practice, protect the merchandise, fellas. Don't let my quarterback get hit in practice unless I deem him live. Don't drop the shoulder and go live on inside run when we're fucking on a Thursday before a game. Protect the merchandise. Goes for everything. I'm sure that I'm sure that you can equate this to the CEO world, to the Fortune 500 company world, to the business model world. Protect the merchandise. It goes for everything in life. That's just what I'm. That's just me. But who knows? Um. Let me get to my YouTube questions, man. I got some questions on here. I had a cat in here somewhere. Austin, I believe. Wasn't his name Austin? Austin, um, I know you said you've been through JUCO. Now you're in the transfer portal. Austin, are you still in here? If you're still in here, hit me back and tell me you're in here before I have to talk. I don't want to talk to you. and and I don't want to talk to everybody else. Um, Austin, what up? So, you went through JUCO. What JUCO did you go to? And then where did you go? And then why are you transferring? You give me those three things, and then I'll tell you every single thing else. 
See, yeah, you know, if you've heard me talk before, everybody that's in this show listening on the on the podcast, you know, I I don't like the transfer portal shit. All right, number one. Number two, you know, it goes so many different ways. All right, so you went to Lackawanna in, in, in Philly, and you went to UTEP. All right, so are you from Philly? Are you from Pennsylvania or or what? So Lackawanna is a JUCO, okay? It's a JUCO on the East Coast that, you know, they have to – they struggle to play games and find games, all right? It's hard because there used to be a school in New York, um, and they folded, and then they used to have – then they started these – they started these uh, – these JUCOs, ones in Brooklyn, ones in Miami called ASA. And then, you know, there's not a lot of JUCOs on the East Coast. You know, you got Georgia military down in Georgia. It's one JUCO. ASA started this Brooklyn JUCO and a JUCO in um, in Miami called ASA. A Russian dude owns both colleges. He started these colleges, these junior colleges up. And they're pretty much shit shows. All right. And then... <sighs> You had a JUCO, believe it or not, in Garden City, New York, okay? And there's not a lot of East Coast JUCOs, all right? Then you have Minnesota JUCOs, which is non-scholarship. And then you have California JUCOs, 72 California JUCOs in the whole state, which is more than the rest of the country combined that play actually football, that play actual junior college football. There's more JUCOs in the state of California than there is in the rest of the country combined. All right, now you're talking to a JUCO guy that's JUCO through and through. So I'm giving you a little JUCO history lesson. All right, Arizona had JUCOs and they all folded uh, a couple years ago. Um, And then Mississippi has eight JUCOs that play football, okay? So Austin, he says he went to Lackawanna's in Philadelphia area in Pennsylvania, and so... He's from Philly. That's why I thought he was. That's why I said, are you from Philly? Because that's where Lackawanna is in that area. So he said, the reason for transferring is a Philly guy, and I'm far from home. I worked through a great spring and playing my first few games when the fall came around. Uh, he said he did uh, some special teams stuff, competing, and some new cats came through, was competing real well. They had a new guy come in who didn't play in the fall camp, and we had to, they pushed him to the second spot where I was pushed to fourth. Okay, so, so Austin, you didn't. You got outplayed, is what you're telling me. They thought that those guys were better, and you either took it one or two ways. You said to yourself as a grown man now, I'm not good enough. They beat me out, right? Or these coaches are playing me. It's political. I'm going to enter the transfer portal. So those are the two ways you took it, all right? So there is no other ifs and buts. There's no gray area. There's only two ways you took it. I accepted it getting beat out or it's being political. I'm not getting my fair shot. And then you blame the coach. So that's one of the two ways. And I don't know your situation. I'm just telling you those are the only two things that could have possibly happened for you to enter a transfer portal. My thing is this. I put this on you, Austin, for the simple fact of of you didn't – you weren't the CEO of yourself, number one. That's why I tell these kids every day. Why? You have to be the CEO of yourself, not your mommy, 
not your daddy, not your handler, not your homie. You have to understand where you're going. Not only how many are on the roster at UTEP when you signed or before you signed a scholarship there, not how many tight ends or whatever were on the roster, but how many tight ends or, or, or wideouts are they recruiting? Remember, recruiting never stops, son. I'm going to out recruit. I'm going to recruit to out place to place, get you off the roster every year. Just so you know, and I love the shit out of you. I hope you're the dude because cream rises to the top. But I'm going to out recruit your position every single year, whether you're there or not, because that's the business. That's the profession. Now, do coaches shit on kids every year? Of course. We got a lot of shady fucks out there that could give two squirts of shit about you. We know that. A lot of the general public don't know that, but I know it, and I'm a real one, and I'm telling you. So, and you know it. There might be some shitty coaches there. But what I'm telling you is, you played UTEP when? When did you leave UTEP? Did you play with my boy um, from Independence? D-Tackle? Williams? Um... This is the thing. People enter the transfer portal because they don't want to nut up and gut up and win this job. Beat out the player. Beat out this guy. And then they enter the transfer portal. But see, you should have never went there if you would have known the depth chart or who they were recruiting. That's my whole thing. Yeah, Dalen. Dalen Williams, good kid. That's my kid from Indy. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it, it's easy to, it's real easy to be average, son, and it's hard to be different. You know, you got to really nut it up and gut it up. I've had players call me, former players of mine, talking about the transfer portal. But you know what? Having played for me in JUCO, they at least have the audacity and balls to call me and say, Coach, what? this is the situation. I'm not feeling it. Da-da-da-da. I tell them, dude, hey, you know I don't like the transfer portal. They all know I don't like the shit. But at least they had the respect to hit me up. I've had a few players call me and say, listen, Coach, I don't know. What should I do? And I'm like, at least go call, talk to the coach face to face and tell him what the fuck is on your mind. Number one, because you're going to want to do it as a man. Number two, figure out from there, are they lying to you or not? Because, you know, you guys ain't dumb. You can see through some fake bullshit and you'll know where your gut is. But transfer portal should be the last decision on the plate. It should be the last resort. I just think you got to go be the dude and not the other dude and take the job. And, you know, being in this profession, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Most fucking coaches play the best players, man. I'm going to be honest. Because it's, it's they get fired really quickly. They get fired for not winning games. They usually will fight through the drama, even if that kid has drama. And I don't know you, Austin, but even if somebody has a little bit of baggage, coaches usually try to find a way to get the best player on the fucking field. I'll be honest with you. Now, now, if you're a straight shit bird and you fucking cause a lot of problems and they just don't want you no more, it, no matter how good you are, that happens too. I've done that. I've had to do that. So it is what it is. But, uh, you know, hey, man, Coastal Carolina's a good dude. Shamari Jones, the running back there, played for me at Indy as well. 
Um, I got guys all over the country. I mean, it is what it is, man. You got to make the right decision at the end of the day. And uh, is what it is. You got to figure it out and do what your gut tells you. But remember, as many times as you enter the transfer portal, the less NFL, CFL, whoever's out there still playing professionally, they're going to lose a lot of interest in you. I'm just telling you. We don't want to see guys transfer 14 fucking times, bro. I'm just being honest. Um, oh, shit. UK in the house. What up? I don't know where Marquise King is at. I think he's at a D2 in Oklahoma. So I'm not sure. Um, I'd Google it. <laughs> shit. I don't know. Um. But I appreciate you guys. England in the house. What up? Uh, appreciate you. Adam Horvath, what's going on, brother? Maybe a coaching one-on-one show to help high school kids that have limited film during these times. The opportunity to play in college, not worried about the division. Yeah. I don't know if that's worthy of a show, but I can I can maybe talk about it. Um, figure it out. We'll see what happens. Um, but, hey, man, any other questions in here? Hey, hey Austin, I hope I helped you out, brother. Um Keep grinding and go with your gut at the end of the day. But understand, man, try to beat it out. Try to win it and stay there. But if you can't, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Um, where am I coaching next? I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. Not, 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 on, the, not on the horizon right now. We'll see what happens. I like being a slap dick. I'm fucking talking to all you guys on YouTube, drinking slap dick whiskey and smoking a slap dick stick with my puppies sitting here. Come on, man. I got life made right now. What are you talking about? You couldn't bust a grape in the fruit fight where I'm from, homeboy. Damn right. Eric Kyler, what up? Appreciate you. I see you Sunday, man. And uh, was Tiger on the pills again, Mark? I have no fucking idea. I don't know. But I know he was up the street. I should have went and patted his ass down. Got a couple of dollars. Uh, Shane, I don't know. Spree is uh, he's at the house, man. He's back working a little bit. He got cleared. His shoulder got cleared. To go back to work, so you know we'll see. Um, how should I go about getting to us to play? I'll have film next season. How should he go about getting? Oh, going to the U.S. Man, you got to send. You got to send your. Uh, you got to send your film, man. Send it out to everybody, brother. I know you got a huddle, probably. Just send it out. Do your due diligence, man. Keep grinding. Don't take no for an answer. Remember, man, it only takes one motherfucker to tell you yes. Just one. So protect the merchandise. Don't be a fucking slapdick like Wiger Woods. And make sure you slide and get out of bounds, quarterbacks. Hey, is what it is. Um, Bob, I'll answer one more question. Uh, coach, you got what do you got for me? I'm 20 years old coaching flag football, trying to land a high school staff. My former high school denied me. Why well, didn't deny you, Bob? Got to be a reason they denied you. Whether is it a new staff that don't know you, or what are they calling you? A slap dick? What's going on? Self-made. I don't know what James Jones is. Self-made. What you doing? Writing a book about former players that didn't make it or what? I don't I don't want to know about players that didn't make it. I don't give a fuck. I love on them and shit, but hey, they didn't do what they're supposed to do, dog. They didn't make it. I don't know where they are. And uh hey, it is what it is, man. You can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink it. Um new staff, hey, 
Were you the guy at the high school? Did you play? Were you the motherfucking man? Because I'm just telling you, if you were the dude at your high school, it don't matter who the staff is, they would be like, oh, shit, that's Bob. That motherfucker holds every record in our high school. Let's hire him. That I know for a fact if I go back to my high school, I'll get a fucking job regardless of the coaching staff, right? So I got a question. What the fuck's going on with you, brother? I'm just telling you. They either don't know Bob and you were a slap dick in high school or something's going on. But go back there and tell him to hire me, motherfucker, because you're the guy. Maybe you're not the guy. Maybe you're just the other guy. That stands for the acronym for that is JAG. J-A-G. Just another guy. If you're just another guy, then you got to work your way up, brother, and then make your high school regret not hiring you. I'll tell you that way. I'll put it that way for you. So go do your thing. But I'm going to be honest with you, Bob. Get out of flag fucking football. And remember, you're 20 years old. You got a long way to go. So this life ain't over for you. Keep grinding. Get out of flag football, though, because nobody's going to hire you out of flag football. So Sebastian, Shane, I appreciate you guys coming in. Eric, um, Bob, good luck to you. And uh, Zane, what up? Appreciate you. Eric Hernandez, all you guys in the house. Nathan Lunchbox Rogers. Oh, yeah, actually I have, man, but I you know, I'm not just gonna jump on any any job. Um so who knows. But hey, I appreciate you guys, man. And uh like I said, Vincent J, what up? Hit the like button, become a member, and if you want to be on the coaching one on one show and get some great documentation, hey, become a high tier member. And uh, you must do it on a lap on a, on a desktop. Can't do it on your phone. But hey, hit the like button, join, become a member today. And uh, hey, man, Eric, I appreciate you guys. Eric Hernandez, Shane, all you guys in the house, um, appreciate you guys. And like I said, I'll see you guys. Sun, I'll see you guys this Friday on another Slapdick podcast. And then I'll see you Sunday for the coaching one on one show. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Me. Let's find a guy, man.